Welcome back to the Play Second podcast. Today was the last stage of La Tour de France uh, FEMS edition, which is sponsored by Zwift, but we are not sponsored by Zwift yet. <laughs> okay, but Moulton did a really great performance at La Planche for the Delphi climb, where she beat everyone by at least 30 seconds. Yeah, she beat Wallering by 30 seconds. And if we compare to the men's race, which was like a month ago, started, Moulton was only 26 seconds slower than Chris Froome, who uh, drafted way more in the peloton so yeah her bots was really really great for women's cycling yeah she was close to chris room uh time from this year's tour de france oms or how you call it i don't know uh, but yeah also she had like a tough day with the mechanicals before because i think already uh in the neutral zone she had to change bikes and then in the race she had like five six bikes change i don't know how many it was exactly in, but infinite, like yeah I, I stopped counting after like fifth time i think and yeah she yeah especially it was also on the like the first hard climb so she had to chase back on that like multiple um, times it, it's yeah. ridiculous because her her bikes was like different one was like completely yellow one wasn't, and yeah, she was riding with not not with a climbing bike, but with aero bike even. And yeah, <laughs> yeah it was really, see. it was a really a bit of chaos for Movistar, but yeah, it didn't matter in the end too much as she like, she was with all the favorites at the top of the first big climb, which was the Ballon d'Alsace, where according to Strava from Juliette Labouz. Uh, they did 4.5 watts per kilogram for 30 minutes on that climb. So decent, decent pace, I guess. Bollering tried attacking twice in the last three kilometers, but without success. They also tried to distance Van Vluten on the descent where she had, she had a few problems, but yeah, she only lost like 10 meters maybe and could chase, chase back relatively easily uh, in the valley or at the start of the valley, I guess. And we had a long, long valley. I it felt like ages when we were riding in that valley. But yeah, they really closed the gap to the breakaway. It was like a 10-man breakaway with Mavi Garcia and I think uh, Royakas as well. Leon yeah, Lippert. Yeah. Like it was like really Phew. strong breakaway. Yeah, it was a strong breakaway, but they closed the gap to like 30 seconds maybe at the, at the bottom and then yeah, caught them in the first one or two kilometers of the climb through the Super La Planche de Belfield, which is 6.93 kilometers, 8.83% with a very hard last kilometer. Yeah, it's the know, same it's climb like... what they used in the La Tour de France men's edition, which uh, was like stage seven where Pogacar beat Wingegaard at the last moment. Yeah, it was... Yeah. Super difficult climb with like sections over 10%, even like 20% sections at the end. Steep gravel as fuck. Even motorbike crash. So, yeah, this climb is hard <laughs> as fuck. Yeah, at the start of the climb, it looked a bit like uh, Van Vluten was struggling actually. I thought she would maybe not destroy everyone, but then. Yeah, I, I legit thought she, she would drop. Like, she, <laughs> she looked so bad. She was so uncomfortable on her bike, but yeah, because she like changed her bike like seven times, probably that's the reason. But yeah, she she looked like big from or <laughs> Mari Mod Seven up. Like that was the riding form on her bike was like terrible. Yeah, this is so, is a little really similar to Froome. Also, the way she always or often looks like she's struggling in those moments. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know if it's intentional 
but I yeah, think it's not not intentional. Uh, yeah, but she launched relatively early. Uh, I think with, five minutes into the climb or something. Yeah, with five point three kilometers to go, something like that. Yeah, uh, she had like Patino, her teammate, as satellite rider, which was not really helpful because I don't know Patino. What is she like? Forty-five kilograms. You'd barely get any draft. She's yeah, so small. she looked extremely small. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, maybe gained one water or two there, but it didn't really affect affect the draft too much. Wallering was chasing it the entire time. The other riders were playing for, for third, basically, and probably couldn't match them, uh, the two either. But yeah, Van Vluten just kept the rhythm and yeah, extended the gap to the until the gravel section around where she had like 40 seconds uh, on Wallering and maybe one, one minute something on the others, and then she lost a bit on the gravel section. I think she was struggling on the steep parts a bit in the end. She was kind of rocking on the bike, but it's expected, I guess. Yeah, I and think then... she had that one moment, like 40 second gap over Volering. Yeah. She lost uh, like 15 seconds at the end. Yeah, she was struggling. Maybe went too hard, but still won by 20, 25 seconds, I think. 30 seconds, 30 oh, seconds. 30, okay, end. 30 seconds. Okay. Yeah, still, and that... still a big gap. Yeah, so still a decent gap and obviously won the tour easily uh as well she was already leading by multiple minutes on the super planche de belfield 5.45 watts per kilogram for uh 23 minutes 57 so pretty good performance even with all the mechanicals i think it's probably the best but pure watts per kilogram performance yeah at least uh you can also see this in the graph like there aren't many mountains calculated but yeah we don't it's very unlikely that yet. there's a better performance than by van luten because this was like full gas from the start and okay yeah this was after yesterday which was extremely hard but still it was like steep climb full gas and probably she did near peak what's what, what she can do in road race yeah, probably in training she could do it fresh like like six watts per kilo i wouldn't be surprised for 20 minutes because she like trains with with men not women mm. so yeah yeah but yeah yeah in the graph it's clearly the best what's peculiar and performance um i don't think i don't think there's anything better maybe we have uh, missed something from the calculation but i think i have the most impressive calculated already yeah, Zonkolan and the other one, Cantano. Yeah. So I think today also proves that she's better at multiple longer hard stages as well with multiple climbs because, I don't know, I think yesterday it was quite a bit more impressive because she can just, she seems to not lose many watts or she's really resistant to fatigue, I guess. Yeah, she because can... like she trains so much more than anyone else in women's cycling and yeah <laughs> like yesterday she said she trained so much because she's old or i don't remember exactly yeah or, or she's so good that and she's so old yeah yeah <laughs> she, she, she over time she basically uh, managed to increase her training hours more and more so that yeah. now she's just training way more than everyone else especially at altitude because she's a lot in colombia i think and in andorra training at altitude which is a huge performance benefit so yeah, that might be one of the reasons for her dominance this year and before as well. Demi Wallering came in 30 seconds. She rode her own pace the entire climb. Also pretty pretty strong, 5.33 yeah, watts per kilogram. Extremely strong performance. Yeah, uh, she was clearly the second strongest 
rider in the race yesterday as well, today again. So yeah, she might be one of the top favorites once Ralph Luton retires in one and a half years, maybe with Sarah Gigante or someone. Maybe she will uh, re- return like like Valverde. Valverde also like <laughs> announced like last year or like like I don't remember that he would a few retire. times already. Yeah, but then he won some races or were really good in the biggest races and yeah, still continued. Maybe Van Lusen also will do it because like why the fuck would, would you retire? Like. <laughs> It, it was the first edition of Tour France. Okay, next year will be the second. Like she might win like multiple Tour France and yeah, set a new record. And, Talking uh, about retiring, like I, I still, I still absolutely confused why Van der Breggen retired last year. Like she's, she isn't even old, and why would you retire one year before the Tour? Like what? Yeah, she was. Let's check how old she was. I think like, thirty-one. Thirty-one. Maybe? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right now she's thirty-two. So yeah, last year he she beat uh, Van Luten, uh at at uh, some race. I remember uh, Burgos. 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 Oh yeah, on Laguna's denial a finish, which was extremely steep. So damn it, to be interesting if she would be here because yeah, it would be. At least some competition for 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 Van Luten, but yeah, only yeah over the last ride. decade she was the closest competitor to Van Luten, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, like only Dutch riders are mutant. Oh no, extraordinary! <laughs> yeah, like Wallering, Van Luten, yeah, Van der Bregen, was a sprinter, Weebs, Weebs, yeah. yeah, like. Damn. <laughs> I think I think it will probably change. That will change over time because yeah, because guess... they they will retire. Yeah, Van Luten, uh, yeah, and Van Dijk, like... Vos. Yeah. yeah, probably only in Netherlands the women's cycling was uh, developed so far, so that's why they're dominating, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, well, Luton now finished uh, Tour and Giro in first, and she will also ride the Vuelta next, so she's going for. All the big three races, pretty much. Although I don't probably think the world, in the world championships, time trial, and the uh, road race because the parkour yeah. is like punchy, and yeah, there are steep sections, like one, two kilometer climbs. And so she, she might win like every, everything, everything. What what's important this year? I mean, uh, she has already won, of course, Liege Baston Liege as well. Oh, um, in Strada and. Uh, Strad and RVV, she lost to Kopecki, who has not really been great in this race in the tour so far. I don't know what happened to her. She was in great shape in spring, but pretty, yeah, irrelevant or pretty much, yeah, completely irrelevant in this race so far. Hasn't really shown anything up so far. The race is over, obviously, but yeah, I expect a bit more from her here. Yeah, today also, Sylvia Persico finished third. Yeah, she lost like one minute and 43 seconds, and yeah, she's. Like before this race, I didn't even know she can climb that well. And yeah, she even like finished in some sprint stages really high in top 10 multiple times. How many times she finished in top 10 this race in six out of eight stages? So yeah, she's really consistent. Also, seventh in Giro Italia. Yeah, with that, she moved up to fifth in GC as well behind New Valluten, Vollering, Nivea Doma who uh, defended third with uh, yeah finishing fourth today. Then Juliette Labouze, the French climber, in fourth. And Persico 
in fifth, while uh, Uttar Bludwig uh, moved down from fifth to seventh today because she lost, I think, close to three minutes. Yeah, two minutes yeah, fifty. She, she cracked uh, at the middle of lap lunge, the Belfi, and also there's uh, yeah, two French riders in top ten. Evita Music is also eight, and Veronica Evers, uh, American, moved to ninth position. Yeah, so after today, so there's at least American rider in top ten too. <laughs> Yeah, and then Mavri Garcia running out the top 10, where despite yeah crashing, I think, multiple times on the gravel stage. So I guess she saved the race still with that. Yeah, before this race in the Twitter predictions, I think I had Van Luten, Wolverine, and Garcia as podium. That was like in January when we made those predictions. So, yeah, yeah, I had Van Luten, Wolverine, and Mulman, and then I switched Mulman out for Cavalli, but yeah, oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Cavalli, good pick, but. Yeah, thanks for listening and uh, goodbye. <laughs>